0: All right, Jordan Nesbitt makes his decision on Thursday. Illinois is one of three finalists. Bryce Hopkins has nine finalists, also includes Illinois. But forget about those two studs for a second. There's a third guy that our beat writer, Scott Ritchie, says Illinois would be really good to get.
1: And it's in the class of 2022, and it's elite, elite three-point shooter. But not just that, Jaden Shoot.
0: All right, Richie will have the scoop on the Yorkville Christian star. Like we said, he'll update other recruiting things, and he'll try to explain why Illinois is ranked seventh in the Big Ten for best jobs. Really? All in this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money radio show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan.
1: Inside Illini Basketball, Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam Burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia.
0: a big day here at the Inside Illinois Basketball Podcast, dude. It's not just because we're loaded with information about college hoops, about recruiting, about Illinois, but it turns out Scott Ritchie, our award-winning beat writer, finally has pulled the trigger. Yep, he got a haircut. Seven months later, and all
1: that hair is now gone.
0: All the praise over the Zoom meetings from Josh Whitman, from Lovie Smith, to Coach Underwood, all out the window. Now nobody loves you.
1: That's true. Uh, it got two thumbs down on the Zoom this morning. That was not from Lovey Smith, but still, uh, rave reviews on the haircut. Uh, but it was time. Seven months. It was a lot of hair, a lot of upkeep.
0: I think you're handsome, Scott Ritchie. I approve this cut.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Don't considering you were the one for the last seven months has been telling me every week to get it cut, I, I'm not surprised.
0: I've texted your parents several times. Um, what's happened?
1: Funny, uh, my mom did not ever share your messages. Uh, I called
0: the Rural King in Eureka to try to get through.
1: There, there's not a Rural There's there's not much in Eureka. Let's be honest.
0: The Caseys, I'm sorry. We do have
1: Kaysies. Good pizza.
0: Really good pizza. Not a sponsor. Should be. Should be. But you look great, Scott Ritchie, and hopefully it will lead to even better writing, more informed decisions. I'm not sure one
1: has anything to do with the other, but okay.
0: Look good, feel good.
1: I always looked good.
0: If you're uh, on Snapchat, and really who isn't, take a look. We've documented Ritchie's uh, new look. His, what kind, what is that, Luca Doncic? Uh, no, it's really. shorter than Luke. Luca. Yeah, Lucas got. I'm trying it to think of who have
1: mostly just give that it guy on, on the
0: Celtics, hair. that center, that what's that guy's name?
1: Like from the, their German center. Yeah, that's that that's who you
0: look like Porzingis maybe.
1: Nah, uh, he's got more like the had like the flat top going for a while.
0: All right, well, or the, take the a modern look.
1: take on the flat top.
0: Hey, we got a basketball. We're not talking haircuts, doggone it. We're talking basketball. On Inside of the Line of Basketball. Boy, we got some big news coming later this week on Thursday, I think. Jordan Nesbitt going to commit to Illinois. Is that right?
1: It's one of his three options. And uh, this is really where I have to go back to the well, tap into my inner Marcus Jackson. Don't do it. It's 50-50 because he's either going to or he won't commit to Illinois. Uh, but it's been an interesting end of his recruitment uh, in the last several weeks. Cause for a while there, St. Louis, the, the hometown team seemed to be the favorite. Everyone thought that he would stick around and play for Travis Ford. Uh, then Illinois got you know, quite a bit of momentum as you know, the, his top three was announced. Um, now with his commitment coming this week, 2 PM Thursday, uh, Central Standard Time, of course. Uh, Memphis is what emerging as a, a viable threat to the other two teams. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's up in the air, I would say. Other than it feels like all three programs have this sense that they're in a strong position to land him. Um, one of them will actually be right.
0: All right, I I had deep feelings for Illinois uh, late last week.
1: Yeah, and that well, seems to be the that. case. But well, you know, it's recruiting, and anything can and will happen. But I mean, Penny Hardaway has proven in his time at Memphis, his time back at Memphis, I guess, um,
0: that his teams aren't very good. Is that well, what he's proven?
1: He's proven that he can land okay. about anybody he wants, and his teams are. Maybe haven't lived up to some outsized expectations, and certainly weren't helped by the fact that James Wiseman, who was going to be a top three pick in this year's draft, uh, just quit the team essentially last December. Um, but they they win a little more than you think they do.
0: do I'm just I'm should have
1: a should have a a good team this year because I mean outside of Wiseman who left way early, and then uh, Precious Achua who. Also went to the draft. Like they returned a lot of a huge freshman class from a year ago that is was was awful talented.
0: Yeah. hasn't done much. Tigers haven't done much for me.
1: Well, since I mean, the days have, of Keith Lee, I mean, they went twenty one and ten last
0: year. I am going old school on you right there. You, yeah, you already know you who Keith Lee was that, is. Do you was that still Memphis State? <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> that's when I mean the Billikens were rivals in the far gone conference. Yeah, that's the Memphis of my eyes. When they had the pyramid, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, there there is still a pyramid yeah. in Memphis, but it's not the best pro shop.
0: <laughs> I've been. It's, it's, I bet you have. That's <laughs> really that's cool. All right, it's coming Thursday. NewsGazette com for the latest ritual. We'll uh, touch on that. He touched on uh, Bryce Hopkins. Was that uh, yesterday or today? You broke down his nine suitors. Now get me straight here. I like that. If I were a top recruit, I'd say I'm I'm down to fifteen, right?
1: Well, I mean Xavier Tillman, you know, back before he ultimately chose Michigan State, I think had a top seventeen at one point, <laughs> <Really? time, laughs> which was great. essentially. I mean, he just cut out maybe some of the outliers, and it was everyone that had offered him.
0: Okay, but again, I w- I made the mistake of tagging along this ride of Bryce Hopkins when he said I'm going to finalize my three he was possible five. five was it yeah. All right? Not nine. But here we are, days later, still nine.
1: Yeah, well, he was going to cut to five this weekend, and I felt pretty good about Illinois' chances to be on that list. Um, and then he decided the the top nine that he had picked uh, like August 30th, maybe, so just about a month ago, was good enough for him. And it said he had too many good options. So his nine is uh, still his nine. It includes mm-hmm. Illinois. California, Indiana, Iowa State, Kentucky, Michigan, Oregon,
0: Providence, and Texas. One school in that list does not fit. Which which so one? Guess what I'm going to say. I have a feeling you're going to say Providence. You are right, Scott, Richie. We are on the same page for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I mean it's just how that sneaking in. How the Friars sneak in there.
1: Well, They've been fairly consistent, no. maybe not at the top of the Big East, but they've been good. Ed Marvin Cooley, Barnes back? Ed Cooley is a good coach. Um, yeah, Providence also was the one that struck me. It's just they're maybe not talked about on the, the national level as some of the other programs in Hopkins' top nine, but
0: like, it's a good program. Why are you Why? why the glum look on your face when I mentioned Bryce Hopkins? No chance for Illinois? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I'm not saying that say?
1: it's no chance, but the overwhelming opinion is since John Calipari pulled the trigger off on, on an offer that it's a foregone conclusion that he winds up at Kentucky. Okay. And I think, I mean, the Wildcats obviously have a really good shot to land him, um, mostly because they've put a lot of their recruiting effort into Bryce Hopkins and you know, a couple other of their maybe secondary targets because they, they missed out on some of their maybe priority guys and they immediately turned to guys like Bryce Hopkins, um, but Hunter Salas is, you know, five-star guard out of Nebraska of all places. I knew you were going to have a look on your face after I said, he's from Nebraska, but he's legitimately very good. He's a five-star for a reason. Not in, Mm -hmm. He's from Omaha, so Creighton's still on his list, but he cut Nebraska itself early. Didn't want to play for Fred Hoiberg, apparently. Hmm. But anyway, Kentucky is probably the quote-unquote leader, but as we've seen with Jordan Nesbitt's recruitment, uh, that leader can change.
0: All right. So you never know. Those are two two big names, certainly other names still floating about that Illinois is interested in? Yeah, I mean, there, there are fewer
1: in the class of 2021 um, than there were, say, at the, the beginning of the spring because a lot of players in the 2021 class have committed already. Um, I think the, probably the outside of Nesbitt and Hopkins, uh, the biggest priority for Illinois is uh, a replacement for Kofi Coburn with the assumption Perhaps that he leaves after his sophomore year, um, even if he doesn't, you know, a really talented backup there wouldn't be a bad thing. But you know, Mac Etienne is six eleven center, uh, was the Gatorade Player of the Year in Connecticut uh, this past season, average you know, double double, and also like four blocks per game. Uh, four star recruit, Illinois had him. On campus for a visit in March uh, at the end of the season, so he, unlike a lot of these twenty twenty one prospects that didn't get their visits in and won't because the dead period continues, he saw, Champagne, he saw campus, he saw State Farm Center when it was sold out and at its highest level. So I think always got a lot going for it in that regard. Not to mention what they've been able to do with Kofi Coburn and his development and progress in just a year, and then also, obviously, Orlando Antigua's, just his reputation you know, as an assistant coach and ability to, to develop big men. So that's a, a name to watch. Uh, he's not, I don't think, anywhere near a commitment at this point, though.
0: We interrupt this recruiting talk for a bonus old-school question. You get this right. And I will buy you a large pizza from Casey's in Urbana. Marvin Barnes, we've mentioned him from Providence. What was his nickname, Scott Ritchie? I'm ready for my pizza. It's a bad news. Market. Oh, get him a pepperoni. Good job, Scott Ritchie. Share it with Ed Bond, our producer. Next week. It's coming. Good job. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> hey, uh, back to recruiting. Illinois uh maybe stalled, be a bit harsh for the class of 2021, but they've been passed up by a few Big Ten schools? I'd say
1: stalled's not inaccurate. Okay. Um, especially kind of that that stretch there where David Jones committed to DePaul, uh, maybe a, a bit su- surprisingly. Brandon Weston you know, committed to, to Seton Hall. So some guys that they were high on and had made a priority going elsewhere. But yeah, I mean, Illinois was early in the – the successful realm of recruiting in the 2020 class. You got that commitment from Luke Goody in April. Um, And let's let's not forget about him. He's a four-star guard, really good shooter. Could end up playing an interesting role uh, in this offense, you know, in his career at Illinois. He's talented, but where they were early with Goody, whereas the rest of the Big Ten hadn't maybe gotten you know it's twenty twenty one recruiting going. Uh, they've caught up and passed Illinois um, right now. And we take recruiting rankings for what they are. You know at this point, Illinois is tenth in the Big Ten with just Goody, um, Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State are all in the top ten nationally, and Maryland is eleventh nationally. So there's a lot of talent coming to the Big Ten. Illinois can obviously still add to its haul, but. You know, a little momentum now, maybe with Jordan Nesbitt on Thursday, would not be a bad thing.
0: All right, each Sunday, News Gazette print edition, buy it three bucks, it's a bargain. Uh, Richie gives you a full page called College Basketball Extra. I did not read much of it this week due to content. Well, All right, I saw Rutgers. I, <laughs> Immediate turnoff. Won't Rut- read. Rutgers is good. Won't read. Don't tell me about Rutgers. Rutgers. is good. Yep, whatever.
1: Steve Peichel, good coach. You heard it here many a time.
0: Yep, oh, many a times. I saw your top ten list of sit-out transfers. Err. Haven't heard of any of them That's, except for the Illinois guys. I
1: mean, how? I mean, okay.
0: Uh, I take that back. Joey Hauser I've heard of. You got him ranked fifth. Your number one sit out transfer is some guy from Alabama who does not play football. Does not interest me. (laughs) Uh, Alabama basketball is trying to be a thing. Nope. I mean, it it won't be football ever. Javon Quinterly. Yeah, he's a who?
1: He's a former five star recruit. Um, Didn't work at Villanova, but he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot for Alabama. And that's a he's going to be you know a go to guy and what could be a really talented backcourt. Nate Oates is trying to make Alabama basketball a thing.
0: And I think he can. A right, bunch of other guys I've never heard of, don't like the list. Then you went all data on me for the Illinois portion of basketball one oh one. Not interested. Pass. But for our
1: listeners that might be, because you know they've you know emerged as basketball fans in the modern era. It was about you know, how transition offense was Important for Illinois last year and with Brad Underwood's intention to play faster this coming season will likely hold an even bigger place in what they do on offense. Check it out, lineahq.com.
0: Okay, but one thing I did find interesting was your (laughs) – I mean, there's only one thing left on the (laughs) page. But it was your column on the Illinois Wolves, uh, what they've done different how they've had to adjust and a couple of guys that are still getting some interest from Illinois. Yeah. And
1: it was obviously an odd spring and summer that the Wolves play in the Under Armour Association, which didn't happen because of the pandemic. So, and because of state regulations in Illinois, like they couldn't even get together for team workouts until July. But when they did, there was a lot of talent in that gym and, those guys all, you know, still got better. I mean, they may weren't able to play, you know, against other teams of their their caliber, but the competition in in the Wolves gym um, was high, and it's to be expected. You know, Mike Mullins has run a really good program. He you won know, the Illinois. He you know, had some success recruiting, you know, in the past, um, and is you know maybe trying to do so again now.
0: Class of twenty twenty two seems to be a strong one for the Wolves.
1: Yeah, and the main guy for Illinois basketball recruiting purposes of that group, at least right now, is, is Jaden Shoot from Yorkville Christian. Um, Where? Yorkville Christian. Small school, not a small talent. He's four-star recruit, top 100, and you know Joe Hendrickson who was covered high school basketball in Illinois for more than two decades. Called shoot the best shooter he's ever seen, and that's fair. I think he made I'm trying. To, he made seventeen threes in one game this past season uh, in his sophomore year. Um, shot I think forty five percent for the season from beyond the arc. Uh, really good, but I mean he's not. I mean he's going to get the shooter label because. That's like his, maybe his most elite skill, but he's a good athlete at six, five um, plays above the rim uh, and sp- spent his summer uh, as Mike me doing a lot of things that he would have in game situations, like hit the ball in his hands more as a playmaker and also, you know, trying to get to the rim, which he did against some rather high caliber guards. And that Wolves Gym, including Max Christie, who's five star guard going to Michigan State.
0: All right. As you mentioned, Illinois was the first high major program to offer Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, some others afterward. Does it matter anything anymore that you're the first? Like, I was the first to say good haircut, Richie. Does that make my opinion more important than, say, Ed Bond?
1: Well, I mean, you weren't the first. But I mean I always appreciate nice things being said about me. No, it it I mean some recruits do sort of lean on that and it but it's guys that maybe have a a late blooming recruitment that really put an emphasis on maybe that first program that saw something in them and were was willing to offer. Um the Illinois offer, you know, when I you know spoke with with Jaden Earlier this summer, something a lot because it was you know in-state program. They kind of grew up watching, and you know, especially with kind of their resurgence last year, held some weight. But I mean, his recruitment has you know hit a different level since I went Illinois. Offered in April, but they'll always have that maybe that little hook that they were you know the first high-major program to say. Yes, you can play at this level. Yes, we want you to play at our school.
0: All right, speaking of Jalen Quinn, Tuscola stud. What's the latest with him? I can't get enough of my Douglas County superstars.
1: Well, he just picked up an offer from Loyola. It's his latest. Um, Illinois is still interested, hasn't offered yet. Um, It's mostly mid-majors that have. um, But he was in that Illinois Wolves gym this summer, spent a lot of two-hour drives, two-hour-plus drives, to Chicago and back to work out uh, this summer. but So that's only going to help him. But I think there's still a chance that the, the high major programs come calling for Jalen Quinn just as his game continues to develop. I mean, he's obviously was really good as a freshman and a sophomore in Tuscola. That's not going to change.
0: All right. Basketball uh, season not too far off in in uh, Illinois, right, I guess. Hey, I hope everybody got had a chance to see Cleo Terry. That's a weird transfer. Former Champaign Central, the best dunker we've seen. Go to Centennial. I saw he took his picture in a Chargers uniform the other day. The kid had a chance, right, in his fourth year at Central to probably set some career scoring records. You think that matters to kids anymore? Must not. Well, I mean,
1: maybe not in this instance, but... Uh, All right.
0: He's not got any... I guess,
1: it was, so is Cleo Terry the player to be named later for Nick and Tim Finke? May,
0: might be. Might be that. That Maybe we'll try to unearth that. Put Colin like as preps coordinator on that one.
1: Because, you know, those two went, you know, from Centennial to right. Central when their dad, Jeff, became the coach, which sure. is
0: Interesting. Uh, it would be interesting to see what high school basketball looks like this year in the state... If anybody's allowed to go in and watch it, games take place. I know Ed Bond's on pins and needles. Wait for that. Yeah. Well, All I mean, right.
1: A lot of the same questions kind of are going on in college basketball, too. I mean, there's a plan to have the season, but um, still a ways off. That November 25th start date is you know, still two months away. But practices, official practices can start in just more, just over two weeks, October 14th. So.
0: Mm. Love it. Hey, I want to touch on this list that Rivals came up with before we let you get back to growing your hair. Big Ten. Explain it to me because I'm I'm still confused by the content.
1: Well, they ranked the best jobs in all of the high major conferences, but, you know, so obviously in the Big Ten. And just, uh, Sort of in how attractive they would be to you know top coaching candidates should the job ever come open.
0: Illinois. Best jobs. Illinois gotta be top five. Not quite. I knew that. I was just setting you up there, yeah. Scott. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. They were Illinois was the number seven Ooh. in the Big Ten. So literally right in the middle of the pack. Um now this the reasoning hit on a couple of factors. Uh, It said that the Illinois job is tricky, quote unquote, to Mm. evaluate, but because there's always top recruits in Chicago, they don't always end up at Illinois. And uh, this line probably sums it up relatively accurately. The expectations are high and probably unrealistic. But then it continues, but multiple coaches have proven you can win there.
0: I would say that line could apply to most <laughs> schools. Yeah. Um, right? Outside the top five.
1: It's probably fair. But there there is a sense, there has been a sense from maybe just all my fan base, that like the success of the 2004-2005 team, being the most recent one, to really pop on the national level, should be the what happens every year. Sure. that's And fans will think that.
0: I'm okay with that.
1: But again, it's probably a little expectations are probably a little high and maybe a little unrealistic that
0: maybe they didn't hire the right coaches
1: maybe they didn't and there's an argument to be made that that didn't happen. Maybe Brad Underwood changes that at the top of the list best jobs in the big ten it's indiana the only I, the only one from I'm, the big ten to be ranked in rivals national list national top ten.
0: I agree. And don't, you, I see the look already. There are arguments to
1: support your position. Being Indiana is a basketball state. Mm -hmm. And the Hoosiers can have typically, when they've recruited the best players in Indiana, gotten them. And that includes Mm -hmm. recently. Mm -hmm. Romeo Lankford, Trace Jackson Davis, Christian Lander. Mm -hmm. Three in a row. But, as just the... The counterpoint, you know, Indiana has some banners raised to the rafters after their national championships.
0: Five of them, five if of I'm them. not mistaken.
1: The last one came the year I was born, and I turned 33 this summer.
0: In a barn.
1: Just actually born in a hospital like most people. So it, it's been three decades since Indiana was at maybe the top of college basketball. That's it. The bloom is just maybe a bit off the rose. But it was an interesting list. Uh, Maryland at number five was probably my biggest.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't I like have,
1: they have a really good recruiting base uh-huh. in the DMV, but Maryland's an ACC school that just so happens to play in the Big Ten.
0: But using your argument, they've won a national title That's, recently.
1: Well, define recently.
0: Before, after you were born. It's true,
1: but uh Juan Dixon's not walking through that door anymore.
0: Got a great arena.
1: It is. I liked right. it, my, my experience last year.
0: Got a cool mascot.
1: Yeah. You like turtles.
0: Got yeah. some players in the NBA.
1: But it's just, I think just the idea of Maryland in the Big Ten is still sort of.
0: You need to get over that, Lauren.
1: An outlier. Okay, well. I think the same applies to your hatred of Rutgers. They're here. Who? Exactly. Exactly. They're here to stay. No, it's just. I mean,
0: Maryland's tradition is
1: ACC tradition. I don't know if they have
0: a lot of. It means nothing though in this list. It's top jobs, right? Just so happens to be in the Big Ten.
1: Yeah, it's just it's weird. And
0: all right, maybe I agree with. I'm all right with the two Michigan schools. Both pretty good jobs. Great recruiting territory.
1: Yep. They were four
0: and five. Ohio State. It's a bit confusing. Ohio State was number two. I know. That's uh, I. I liked I, I suppose it's a kind of an NBA arena, and you know, you got the state to yourself.
1: I mean, Ohio State is the.
0: But you still feel like it's a football only place.
1: Well, it's football first.
0: I uh, just
1: for sure. Uh, I mean, even Big when Thad might have
0: had it going on, it didn't feel like it was that important to him. Basketball,
1: yeah. I mean, would how about this? Would Ohio State fans have marched in protest of no basketball season like they did no football? You're season? right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know that the the fervor would have
0: been there. It would be a five person march.
1: Chris Holtman and his family. I don't <laughs> know. But Wisconsin was six, so that, that's the other one that was ahead of Illinois on this list.
0: I'm okay with that one too, Scotty. I know you aren't, but uh, I think Wisconsin has done enough and uh, to be up there.
1: They're very steady. It's been a steady program, and that just was passed on from Bo Ryan to Greg Gard. I see yeah, Rashard it,
0: Griffith got a, uh, a little diploma. A little boring over the over the weekend, or am I imagining that? I don't know. I must I thought I, I might have been dreaming that weird dreams at night about former <laughs> yeah. former Chicago Stars playing for the Badgers. Yeah, that that
1: would have been Yeah, uh, let's
0: hope that's reality or else I will check myself in. Well, How about that? Know. But
1: quick Google. Um story here from May okay. he returned to Wisconsin to earn his degree. <laughs> so, it happened. I don't know
0: why in late September you were I've got issues. I thought I saw that somewhere, but uh, maybe I did. Uh, What else, Scotty, before we let you out of here? Besides that weird list you just came up with. Who was last on the Big Ten? Worst Jobs, jobs? yeah. I mean, I'm
1: sure he, it was a tie, actually.
0: Northwestern and who? Well,
1: Northwestern was 12th. So Rutgers and Penn State. Oh, who? I mean, I never argued that it was a good job. I just said that Steve Peichel has done a good job as coach. He's revitalized... Yeah, a lot of, a
0: lot of people talking when I'm out at at the tavern. All I want to do is talk to Scarlet Knights. Man, they're going to be good.
1: Well, they should. They're, there's a, there's the <laughs> no one
0: ever has talked Scarlet Knights at a tavern in Illinois.
1: There's a real possibility that Rutgers will maybe sneak into the the bottom of the top 25 in the preseason. They bring back everybody and they had a really if you would have read my Q&A with James Crouch, who covers them for NJ.com.
0: Who, James?
1: Rutgers landed a legitimate recruit in this 2020 class in Clifford Omarui, who played at uh, Roselle Catholic, which was a powerhouse program. Yes. yes. Four-star, top, I think top 50 recruit, picked Rutgers. It's big.
0: I think of Damatha Simeon and Roselle Catholic. Just rolls off the tongue, just like those other two. Pershing.
1: Well, the ones you mentioned have been uh, long-time basketball powers. Roselle Catholic, and mm-hmm. more recently, had a lot of really talented basketball players. And we'll one fix of them you yet, Scott
0: Ritchie, We'll fix you yet about that uh, Rutgers bias that you strangely have developed.
1: I don't know if it's a bias when I just acknowledge that they're better than they were in the Eddie Jordan era,
0: which was bad. Wow. That's a step up. Oh, uh, Anything else, uh, Illinois-wise, before we let you go?
1: No, still waiting on the Big Ten to figure out their plans for the 2020-2021 season. Um, other conferences are out there. Have their conference schedules put together. Missouri Valley, in fact, did that last week. I think maybe the biggest Illinois schedule related news is the Pac-12 reversed course and said that their basketball teams can maybe start playing when everyone else does, so that Emerald Coast Classic, which included Illinois, Florida, Iowa State, and Oregon, might have life after all. Just don't know when it'll be played or where necessarily, but the original four teams are in fact all going to be able to play in that first part of the season
0: All right, great stuff, Scotty. I do appreciate it, and i I apologize for your college basketball extra. I vow to read it in its entirety this Sunday in the News Gazette, no matter how many mistakes you make.
1: Well, there won't be any just you know just your perception of mistakes, I think
0: can't wait. pick up your Sunday paper uh. Follow along every morning, 6 a.m. alinahq.com. Good morning, Alina Nation. Now approaching year two, it's gold. Trust me, right?
1: Absolutely, and it's year two is underway. Like it was a summer project way back when. So
0: that's what I meant to say. Yeah, year three. Can't wait. All
1: right, Scotty. We'll see you next week.